to our Christmas special episode of Swiped Out Club. As ever, I am a dating dad and I'm here jingling my bells with the wonderful, the amazing, the Christmassy Jackie. I'm so glad that you didn't say jingling your balls. Yeah, I was fairly clear with what I was saying. Your I was balls. making sure. <laughs> I was tinseling my balls. Happy Christmas, everyone. Happy yeah. Christmas Eve. Happy Turkey preparation day because you've got to be putting it into Brian right now. Right. Look, I hope you get good things in your stockings. Ho, ho, ho. Ho bags. <laughs> I'm assuming everyone's got their trees up and their rec decorations done. And I I always, in Christmas, I've got, have you got any Christmas traditions that you always do every single year? Um, The only thing that I can think of is like my mum would always, so like at my parents' house, even if like me and my brother are still there from like age dot, my mum would and still does sneak our presents into the room. And yeah. you know when you're like, yeah, you got to. Mum, like, I'm nearly 40. <laughs> oh, bless. My, my brother is 43. The jig is up. Do you go back to your parents for Christmas? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, of course, get waited on, get presents. <laughs> That's the dream. But she will still, like, to the point now where I had to say to her a few years ago, like, Mum, you don't, you don't need to, like... Does she dress up like Father Christmas? So, talking about traditions... My brother, to this day, and like I said, he's 43, maintains he saw Father Christmas at the end of his bed. Oh, bless. And my mum had to say, oh, this, this is awkward, but um, I think that might have been me. And my brother was like, mum, no, I, I know you do it, but I saw <laughs> Father Christmas. He, he was like, it was a man, beard. Like, to this day, he will swear blind. And he how old is him. he? He's 43 now. Oh, bless. But he's, he still maintains it. He absolutely saw him. He was like, no, I know you used to sneak in and do that. But on top of that, I saw Father Christmas. <laughs> like, he, like, he will not have it any other way. So, yeah, so my mum will still sneak in and do that. Um, my dad was a milkman mm-hmm. when we were growing up. And we never, ever, like, this is the 80s. We always yeah. used to have, like, really bad orange cordial that would, like, spill and get really sticky. Just, like, shit cordial. We right, never had yeah. fizzy drinks. Happy ever. Happy type stuff. Yeah, like own brand Unigate yeah. or Dairy Crest, like yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, on brand, yeah. But at Christmas, no one had a better sideboard than us. We would have like symmetrical fizzy drinks. So from the outside in, it would be like limeade, lemonade, orangeade, <laughs> cola, cream soda, the, the drink of Christmas. Love cream soda. Cream soda is my dandelion favorite. and burdock. Like you'd have like three lemonades maybe because they were like the popular drink. Use them as mixers, but like. Like my mum went to town at Christmas, like bowls full of walnuts. No one in our house, ha- no one ate a walnut <laughs> all year at Christmas. Bowls of the stuff, walnuts, chestnuts, and Brazil no one, nuts. No one eats them. So where do they go? Where do they, do they go in a box and they get to brought out next year for decoration purposes? And then you have to go like a, a tub of roses and a tub of Quality Street, obviously. Because we're, we're talking pre-heroes, pre-celebrations. We're talking classics, Quality Street, roses. The ones that were always left, the toffee penny. Yeah. The they, coffee ones. Yeah, no one likes the coffee ones. I like the uh, the creams, the strawberry creams and the orange creams. No. Like, like, gooey in the middle. Oh, they're so nice. Anything with like just dairy milk, chocolate and a nut. Or maybe a caramel. Nothing with a flavour. No, I don't like nuts. Don't like the coffee ones. No, no one likes the coffee ones. Don't like the, the strawberry cream, the orange cream or the coffee cream. Absolutely That's fine. Not. I will absolutely have all of the creams. You're, what you're looking for in life is someone who likes the quality streets that you don't. That, that's a love match. Please 
everyone's going to put that on their Tinder bio now. Oh, yeah. I'm looking <laughs> for someone to eat the coffee creams out of my quality street. What about you? What did you grow up doing at Christmas? We used to have the same thing in terms of putting stockings in your room. And yeah. so your parents are doing And then, of course, I'd lay there and try and stay awake to see if I have a Christmas. And only one year did I lay awake, eyes closed, uh-huh. but I felt someone sit on the end of my bed. Obviously, because they were sitting down and doing toys and bits and pieces. And I just refused to open my eyes. Because I, I was like, oh, if I see him, it, it, it will take my presence oh, away. You and my brother could have had a good conversation about this, <laughs> about how you both caught him in the act. But now, every year, obviously, we, now I've got kids, it's all about them. So we, we do Santa Tracker. Which is great if you oh, go onto that. Google and then you see where Santa is around the world and how many presents he's delivering. You don't you, you gloss over the sums and the maths involved. But our our like family tradition is the youngest in the family would sit next to the tree and distribute all the presents. I'd be oh, like, we take Mom, it in turns every year. Yeah. This is for you did, from Auntie Brenda. Did you and do it one at a time and watch them opening it, or was it just chuck presents out all over the place? Well, so as the youngest. I was always tree present distributor. So we would open the ones from, I'm doing air quotes, Santa. Yep. Slash mum and dad. But let's face it, mum. Yep. Um, we'd open them in our rooms when they were left. Then we would go downstairs for like the tree presents from like, so my dad has four sisters. So we always had like lots from aunts and uncles and cousins and blah, blah, blah. Nans, granddads, friends of the family. And like, what really annoys me that as you get older, you get less presents. I'm you more do. poor now. I'm more skin. <laughs> this is when I need the presents and the chocolate and the yeah. wine. And I go down and like, my nephew's got all the presents. And, and he doesn't appreciate them. He's no. just going to leave it in a box and put it in a shelf. Right? Just give me a bottle of wine. I'm, I'm chuffed. Can you imagine how offended and upset I was when I was no longer the youngest in the household and I didn't get to be the tree present distributor? Oh, it's a dark And day. now my nephew does it. It sticks in my throat. And, like, he doesn't do it anywhere near as good as me because that just throws them out. (laughs) So we all, we open as we go along. So while I'm opening one from my brother, my mum's opening one from Gwyneth down the road or whatever. Oh, you know Gwyneth, the woman who's... who's, Right. Yeah, she had the cancer. Yeah, sure. And her son's the married... You know, the the, one who's got the the horse. Yeah. It was lame. Like, typical mum story. My dad will not open any. He will open them in silence on his own. Why? I, he's like, I don't think he does thank you very well. So he, he would just like sit and hold them mm-hmm. and then he'll open them secretly in private by himself where he hasn't, doesn't have to deal with the, oh my God, that's amazing. Thank you. He, j- he just can't do it. He's very like emotionless. Mm-hmm. So like he'll just sit in his like privacy and just like open them <laughs> silently and just like, the other day he was clearing through his wardrobe apparently and like found all of these like shirts and like hoodies and whatever that I bought him for the last six years. And he's like, oh, I'll take these down the charity shop. I was like, <laughs> Christmas present, like still like cellophane wraps that he just oh, never even opened. Hell. Like no, no appreciation for like how much they cost. Just still wrapped up. Yeah, we do, we do all the present opening in the morning after, of course, the kids have seen uh, half a carrot that's left on the side because they leave... Carrots Hoof and prints? cookies and stuff. You know I haven't done that yet, uh, but this year they're dis- they're debating currently whether to give Santa whiskey or brandy. And what would Santa like? Both. Santa is not an either or man. Santa is a both man. Do, do, they, do your kid? You've got four kids, right? Yes, and what I are have. their age spans? So I've got a six-year-old girl, uh, sorry, six-year-old boy, nine-year-old girl, a thirteen-year-old boy, and a fifteen-year-old girl. So who are still the believers? Well, there's part of them that they all believe. Because if they nev- none of them have ever said Santa's not real because well, they're scared if they not, call it they out, won't, they might not get presents. But realistically, the older two definitely know that it's not real. My nine-year-old, I think she's on the fence because she's pretty sharp. 
but I think she also still believes it to a degree. Six-year-old, obviously, he's he's well into the whole thing. Do you remember finding out it wasn't real? Because I genuinely can't. Yeah, I don't I, know when I was a believer to not a believer. I don't I, know how I, or when or why. I found out when my uh, we went to visit my dad because my parents divorced and we was up at his house for a weekend. And he was saying, oh, so kids, obviously, you know Santa's not real. So just tell me what you want and I'll wow, make sure I get was... it. Wow, that was... Yeah, we did not know Santa was not real at that stage, <laughs> but we did then. Oof. God, that's like, that's kind that's a, of that the, was the modern horrible, day, like, that was a horrible what 20, dating is now, just so you know. Horrible 23rd birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we get all the presents out, so they'll they'll get rid of those. I throw out, so their stockings are in their rooms, because that gives me a bit of a buffer zone, when they've woken up at stupid o'clock in the morning... And that keeps got, them busy, They've right? got some time, they've got some... And also I put little chocolates and stuff in there because I know that they're going to eat them even though they know they're not allowed to and then they're going to feel guilty so they're going to stay quiet because they don't want to wake me and right. I tell them off for eating the chocolate. So then let's talk about what Christmas Day is really about, food. Yes. Personally, I favour a Boxing Day dinner. What, than a cold Christmas meat Day. and mash? Oh my God. No, you're, you're forgetting the one big thing. Cold meat, buttery mash... Pickles. Pickle, pick a lily and... Pick a lily, red cabbage. Mm-hmm. Like, so basically the only hot thing on the plate should be the mash and the stuffing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Cold meat, maybe a ham or a gammon, yeah, a got turkey, got to mix it up a, little a bit. lamb, three meat minimum, mm-hmm. a buttery mash, no other form of potato will do. No new potato, roast potato, buttery mash. I'll tell you one other thing should be hot. You've got to have some extra pigs and blankets. Sorry, yes, absolutely pigs in blankets. Why do we only do this at Christmas? I love pigs in blankets. Your red cabbage should be next to the mash, so it just turns it pink. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Pickled onions, pick a lily, all the pickles. Mm -hmm. Now, for me, that trumps... Because let's face (laughs) it, not sure if anyone ever knows this, but Christmas dinner... It's a roast dinner. Yeah, I totally agree. With pigs in blankets. But Boxing Day dinner... When would you ever, what other day of the year would you ever have cold meat, buttery mash and the pickle? Definitely wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Like this year I even offered to work on Christmas Day because I wanted like Boxing Day off because Boxing Day dinner wipes the floor with Christmas dinner. Now th- this year actually I'm cooking dinner at my house again because I have my kids every other year now. And so last year was horrible because I didn't have my kids. For, uh, the worst day because I woke up. On Christmas Day to silence. Ugh. It was horrendous. I ended up just sitting in a bath with wine, a almost bath of crying wine. my eyes out, <laughs> a just bath sitting of wine. there. Yeah, just because it was horrible. I didn't get back till the afternoon. But this year, it's going to be me cooking dinner, and then after that, they go to their mums. I go around to my sister's house, and we basically just get trashed. And we play party games, and my brother does a quiz every year. He's literally got a sparkly gold Quizmaster's jacket. I love a quiz. He's, he's really passionate about doing it as well. So my one of my dad's sisters hosts the family quiz night every, either like Christmas Day or Boxing Day, every year. And I don't know why I haven't learned it, because then I would like wipe the floor with everyone. Like, But there is like, like all good quizzes quick fire questions yep. but then there'll be ones that will take you like all night so it'll be things and every year she does name all 50 states in america that's hard and, and like every year i'm like i'm gonna learn them for next <laughs> year so you get a point for the state and then a point for the capital oh so it's that detailed yeah and there's always someone in my family that says arkansas and i'm like it's arkansas 
<laughs> because I'm that guy. Do you know what I mean? And then there'll be someone that they'll be like, Dallas, no, that's not a state, Sheila. Like, come on, <laughs> Sheila, you're on my team. Sheila, for God's sake. Get your sake. shit together. I, lo- I love a quiz. Love a Christmas quiz. Mm. My nan, bless her, she would always fall asleep with her Christmas hat from the cracker. She, she would keep it on all night. Then she'd fall asleep and then it would just like be on the piss. Just <laughs> just wonky on, on her hat. Got pictures of like nanny like that. Um, what other like traditions do we have? My brother and dad are both pretty much <coughs> useless in the kitchen. It's mm-hmm. normally me and my mum. So this year, so my brother has remarried. Mm-hmm. He's on the second wife. She's got a boy. He's got a boy, so they're all like hashtag blended, yep. you know. She wants to host Christmas this That's year. a big pressure, that is. I have strong feelings about this. Okay. So I don't know if anyone's ever seen Shirley Valentine. Yeah, yeah. So you know when the adult, like the grown-up daughter goes back to her mum's mm-hmm. because she's had an argument with her flatmate. Yeah. She's like, I hate her, she's a cow. And then she goes back, she's like, oh, mother, put the... Put the TV on, will you? Play school's on in a minute. And Shirley's <laughs> halfway out the door to go to Greece. And she's like, suddenly got this adult daughter back. And she's like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. she's been back five minutes and I'm running around like R2-D2. So she goes up and has to break the news that she's like going on holiday to Greece. She's like, Greece, at your age, it's obscene. <laughs> That's me. I want to go back home, have my mum's buttery mash, my cold meat, and God damn it, my pickles. <laughs> so now, my brother's new wife... Wants to host Christmas Day. She might have amazing pickles. What if she does a new potato? <laughs> no one would do a new potato or at Christmas. a sweet potato. What sort of madness is this? A madness that I might be caught this, up in. This is not Southern California. We've all we seen that episode of Friends where Phoebe wants to mash with the lumps in and Monica wants to mash with peas and Rachel wants to... What if I go there and it's, it's like, no, I want my mum's Christmas dinner. I can see I'm t- 38 and God damn it, I want my <laughs> cold meat and pickles. So you turn it up with a little packed lunchbox. Yeah, you, you, you do the school meal. I'm going to have this. My, my, so my role on Christmas Day in my house was always the roast potatoes. Like, There's an art to a roast uh, potato. Art, so it's the goose fat, it's the rosemary, um, like, and you have to and A bit, a bit of roasted garlic after 20 minutes as well. So what you do, you parboil... The potatoes, yep. drain them, zhuzh them, zhuzh them got shuffle zhuzh. them up so you rough the edges yep. so you get that crackly crackly what then becomes like the, the nice crispy coating, yep. smother them in goose fat which has been nicely boiled in the oven so it's piping hot, potatoes in, when the fuck did this become a cooking podcast? <laughs> I don't know but keep going I'm feeling horny. <laughs> we fell miserably at dating so it's like let's just talk about Food potatoes. Porn, that's what it is. So ruffle them up, goose fat rosemary garlic i'm the only one in my family that likes flavor clearly like my mum's like idea of dressing the turkey would be oil like lurpak back in the day but like, there's nice there's flavor that you can put in you, she you doesn't can brine understand it you can flavor rub it you can shove stuff inside her excuse is but I, I I don't understand tastes and flavours because like my mum never did, so I don't understand it. And I'm like, but then if that's your thing, then I shouldn't understand it Absolutely. either because you never did. Yeah. But I know about garlic and rosemary and dare I say it, 
just a bit of salt and pepper, mum. Yeah. I mean, just push the boat out. Just put something on there. Like, I can't just have, like, chicken-flavoured chicken. And, like, she'll always do a turkey. None of us eat turkey in the year. Mm-hmm. Do you ever do a turkey? Never. I don't even like turkey. But this my year, God, I wanted to, I wanted, my mum won't have a turkey on Christmas, because we all like do, it. I wanted to do goose this year, Ooh. but my kids have stopped. They put their foot down. They're like, no, Dad, it has to be turkey, because it's Christmas. But it's not nice. No. And yet, oh, it is nice, because you know I'm an expert cook. But still, it's not a great meat. It's my not, my it's mum loves the turkey crown. Mm-hmm. Gets oh, a turkey crown, yeah. right? None of us eat it. Same, same with the Brazil nuts. None of us eat turkey all throughout the year. But my God, if my mum won't have a turkey at Christmas, I have to. So, I, see, I love lamb, mm-hmm. but I get that gets shunted to Boxing Day because Boxing Day is my day. Okay. So we get a lamb. Um, Christmas Day always turkey, obviously yep. a beef. Have to have a beef. Okay. And then but sometimes my my mum will veto me. She'd be like, two meats is enough." Because then Boxing Day you get the ham, the I lamb. I love a ham. And, and the leftover that's turkey. Fair. So that's... Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this is actually one of those weird things where there is something that's a bit... I'm a bit worried about finding someone and dating them and getting to a point when actually we want to do Christmas together and finding out that their traditions are fucking weird. Oh they want to do... Susan Kalman did, did a, a show this week and she said her wife actually wants to do Christmas fish. Like, do a, doing a haddock or something like that on Christmas. It's like, I can't even be Fish-mas. in a world yeah, where, where the person I'm with doesn't just do Christmas the way I do Christmas. Because well, the way think, I do Christmas is obviously right. Think of me tomorrow at my brother's new wife's house. Although apparently I have been like thrown a bit of a Hail Mary. Apparently her oven isn't big enough to cook everything. Okay, yeah, yeah. But she wants to host because, God damn it, she has got her new husband. She is the hostess with the mostess. She's, She's going to be under a lot of pressure. You've got to give her a bit of a leeway well, the, tomorrow. The, the, the good thing is, my mum mm-hmm. is obviously going to end up cooking most of it because yeah. she hasn't got an oven big enough. So I will have... Maybe I just do it like, oh, I've done this because I'm being nice. I've done the potatoes. When really it's like, use my fucking potatoes <laughs> or there will be murder. <laughs> God, I'm such a horrible human being. It will be a lovely Christmas present for you to give to her to just to give allow to myself. her to... To in just to cook a little bit and to share some of her things about Christmas. Well, talking of all the terrible things that could happen, when I think of me tomorrow when I'm eating, like, boiling a bag new potatoes from <laughs> Emma. Oh, my God. I just want my potatoes. It's the it's one day of the year. I just want to be able to enjoy my carbs. So, talking of shitmas. Yep, yep. We have an email. We do indeed. Because Christmas is a an amazing time of year when it comes to people who are dating and going through relationships. And this is an email from Elena. She she messaged me with a Christmassy dating tale. She essentially she had a pretty bland first date with some guy, so she didn't really want to see him again. But he persuaded her to go on a second date by offering dinner and ice skating at Ooh. the National Sculpture Garden in DC, which is, which is from America, which is all very lovely. She said it was all decorated for Christmas, really beautiful. Christmas songs are playing. Or oh, remind me to talk to you about Whamageddon. Oh, okay. Um, as they're skating, her skates feel a bit off. Then suddenly she just goes all unsteady, falls over, breaks her leg, and she's in total shock. So two ice marshals skate over, pick her up and take her off the ice. Her date's in complete shock. Even police are coming over. They need to file a report on her injury. Eventually they get out. My date calls me an Uber home. By midnight, I'm in the hospital with a cast on my leg, all alone. No date, no friends. Just social media. Apparently having a broken leg at Christmas gets you a lot of great sympathy. She got a green car to go with a red Christmas dress. And as for her date, 
He had a car, so she kept seeing him until just after Christmas, so that he'd take her grocery shopping. Fair play. She kind of ghosted him once her car was removed. Happy Christmas. He caused it. Well, it was his suggestion. He didn't. He didn't knock her over. Push her over. <laughs> No, I'm all for that. The ghost of Christmas present. Absolutely. He was. Well, we've got um, a few of your. <laughs> I asked for the worst presents you've got. So, Charity got a fake coach purse from the Asian lady who came into his bar selling fake handbags and porn DVDs. No porn DVDs? She said, I bet he bought himself one. Yeah. She ended up with a fake bag. Um, Purse Envy received baking trays. Although she did it's, say... It's practical. It's very practical. Yeah. She did say, to be fair, two days before Christmas... Although I'm, I'm not sure how he, like this redeems him. He broke into my place and left me 13 dozen roses. Wow. We, are we going to bypass the fact that he broke into her oh, place? Yeah. Plus 13 dozen. That's a lot of roses. That's 13 times 12, last yeah. time I counted, which is a, a lot of number. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on Christmas Day, I was still like baking trays. Lol, he was a great guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, that remains to be convinced. Then um, Jess said a football shirt that my ex brought me, so I had something to wear when he made me go to football with him. FYI, guys, when a girl describes it as being made to go to football with them, the football shirt might not be a good idea. Like, know your audience. Yeah, absolutely. Even if you're going to take them to Boxing Day football, which I have done on a date once. I love Boxing Day football. It's, it's a lot of fun. It really is. But you, you go in there and they might not be as into it as you are. I also asked about meeting the in-laws for the first time and La Dolce Vita got in touch to say that her ex's parents brought her one of those covers that you put on your car windshield to stop it getting frost on it. It was basically a posh bin bag. <laughs> for a second, I thought you were going to say one of those uh, car... Uh, stickers that say your name above it Dave like, and Sharon <laughs> um, Tallish or Talish I think it's Tallish um, said that one Christmas his ex got him the news that she wasn't happy and was thinking of leaving about oh, 10 days no. before Christmas we were spending Christmas at my parents that year we deserved Oscars for the performance that we turned in Oh God! and then my favourite one from Tracy a blow-up stool with a cock attached. <laughs> was the cock her date? I assume the cock was also inflatable, <laughs> not his literal cock, which it should have been. Key worker C actually said, uh, for Christmas two years ago, I got glandular fever from a date on the 21st. Oh. Um, but talking about dates over Christmas, had a great set of messages from at Data Diary, Diary of a Fitness Bomb. Yeah. She said her dad's birthday is actually on Christmas. Oh, sorry, her mum's birthday is on Christmas Day. So she often has an adult birthday party on New Year's Eve. But the people Adult she invites, as in... As in... And Summers. <laughs> All the Chippendales come round. <laughs> but the people she invites bore me. So once, two years ago, to kind of take her mind off it, she went on three dates. I, I need to know her secret. On that day. Uh, so date number one was with a guy... Who was actually five foot one, oh. despite his profile saying he was five foot ten. Oh, maybe he just missed the note. Maybe, but yeah, I think guys are. <laughs> that's not something you can hide. No. You, you don't. You don't secret nine inches of. No. Uh, and so she, it was going so badly. She was pissed off with him. So she basically spent some time while he was in the toilet arranging for another date. So she messaged a couple of other people, 
and they both got back to her. Second date was with waffles and ice cream. He went all crazy about her being a fussy eater when he ordered the vegan. Uh, but she was allergic to eggs. So he, he was fit, so she forgave him and kissed him under the mistletoe. Third of the evening was a three-hour car snog. Because he tried to go to a bar that was dead. So they decided to close early for Christmas. And she'd met him before and decided a car snog session was a good way to see in my Christmas day. Re- returned back to mum's for Christmas morning and all was good. Ah, uh, that's a that's, nice that's way a to spend Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, snogging a couple of guys under mistletoe and in car parks. I was I was trying to think about Christmases that I've spent with with exes. So one, probably my first. Let Let's ignore college boyfriend because let's face it, that's never serious. But my first probably real boyfriend, he was moved to. He was a trader, broker, whatever it is, um, and he got moved to Hong Kong with his mm-hmm. company, and he moved out there in about the. October yep and really wanted me to go with him and I think at the time I would have been I think I was 21 I think I met him just after my 21st birthday so my I think we met in the February so the first Christmas together amazing literally spoiled me rotten I had the best of everything so I had like smellies from Joe Malone I had underwear from Agent Provocateur I had perfume from Chanel uh, smashed it out of the ballpark right absolutely did a like a sterling job good so, job guy good job well done to you so then almost a year later so the next October he gets moved to Hong Kong mm-hmm. takes the job tells me that he's got no no option you know there's that he, he's not had to say no and even like at, at what I've been then twenty two, I was thinking, I think you kind of get a saying that. Yeah, like, it's I don't... not prison. They're not. Sh- you're not shipping you overseas for a military. Yeah, thing. like I don't. I don't think that. I, I think you had a say in this, but no, absolutely not. You know, if I want to progress in the company, I've got to take it. I'm like, well, that's different. Like if you're saying that this will do me well to take it, that's one thing. But don't say that. Yeah, own it. You're being shipped off. Yeah, like you're, own you're not that going decision. to war. That's fine. Um. He wanted me to go with him. And I think at the time I was a like football journalist. I think there's one English-speaking newspaper at the time in Hong Kong, which are the South China Morning Post. And then you consider that I wanted to work on the sports desk. And what if there's... I don't think Hong Kong football was big at the time. No. Like you've got Happy Valley, which is the only place you're allowed to bet, like, and that's on horses. And I'm thinking, okay, so there's, there's one newspaper. How big can the sports desk be? Like five people? So suddenly throughout all of Hong Kong there are potentially five jobs I can go for and they might all be people that are in situ and there might not be a job for me. So I either go with you and become one of those like, what's that film with Scarlett Johansson, Lost in Translation? Yes. And she just, she's in Japan. Is it Japan? And she's just like sitting there, bored housewife. So I'll either be that or I'll work in what? A pub? Starbucks? Because my career isn't out there. You're all right. You can move from like trading floor to trading floor and bank to bank. But I've got nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm like 22. Like This isn't my life. You're asking me to live your life. Yeah. So clearly I didn't go. Um. So I think in between the October and the December, he used to just ring me in tears. I hate it. I'm, I'm going to jump off the top of my building if you don't come over here. Um, I think in the November, I visited him. And then in the December, he came back for Christmas. And then it's fair to say there was a marked difference in the Christmas presents that I received this year. How so? Dove shower gel. 
Oh, come on. That's a Boots special. A nail brush. There was lots of, you know, hair brush. There was no Ajahn Provocateur. There was no Jo Malone. There was no thought. But the thing is, like, without sounding like a spoiled cow, I thought, you have sold this to me, saying that this is going to make your career, you're going to be so much better off, and yet there's been a significant downgrade. Like, you, you've you been ringing me, threatening suicide if I don't come out there. And that so this he's saying job... how much he cares for you, and he's a, he's in a job where he's paying more money, and yep. so on, he's not going out all the time spending money, so he, more resources, more love, should be a much better present. You, I mean, doing long distance is hard. It, it, it should be, at this point, you should be saying, you know, there's something good here, wait for me. Like, this is your chance, like, you're back for Christmas. This should be our best Christmas ever, mm-hmm. to, like, make me a new work and like be a thing and yet this doesn't make sense like in and amongst all of this weird like just real like it's it's fucking it was trash just mm. absolute tra- like like a five pack of hair bands like none, none of it made sense <laughs> but from there, a petrol there, station on the way there there was two miniature boxes of celebrations miniature bo- okay <laughs> and i was like that's that's weird it was only when my friend said to me that in liverpool street boots you got a miniature box of celebrations yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. for it's every 20 presents. quid that you spent. Yeah. So I'm sitting there thinking, right, you have asked me to give up my life, my family, my career to move to Hong Kong and live with you when you've come back here and you've got my Christmas presents in a Boots trolley dash. Classy. I bought his first present, no word of a lie, the day after he moved to Hong Kong. I can remember going to Z and Co and seeing this like beautiful khaki Hugo Boss jumper, thinking he'd love that. Mm-hmm. He'd look really good in that. I bought a Thai cooking book because we used to love going for, to Thai together. I started Christmas shopping for him the day he fucking left, and you have come home and banged out Christmas shopping in like supermarket sweep. Yeah, that's pretty shit. You've and, and he worked opposite Boots. Like you've gone in there in the lunch break. In your lunch break yeah. and just. Just picked up a lot. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, he had me spot. I used Dove shower gel. Yeah, I don't that, want it for that Christmas. wasn't why he bought it, was he? No. Like, yeah, you know me. Fair enough. But that's not what I want for our first Christmas apart when you've come home for it. So, that was a disaster. Then, at Christmas dinner, I suddenly thought it had all become clear. Right, so there's me, mum, dad, brother, him, all sat round the Christmas dinner table. And suddenly... He says, excuse me, everyone, stands up, puts his hand in his pocket. No. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. He's not going to do it, is he? He's going to propose. In front of everyone, he's going to propose. Oh, And the first thing I thought was, how am I going to say no? Oh, Because by now, God. this is like 3 p.m. and I'm raging. Yeah. I'm raging at the shitmas that just happened. Unless that was an elaborate setup. If that was him oh, setting okay. yeah, if he's lowering saving expectations, 20 grand on and then a all nice, of a sudden, yeah. bam, you thought I was crap. Actually, I'm really I mean, good there's, at there's this. more to the story. I'm not just being an absolute arsehole because he want me shit presents. Since he's been back, after all the, you know, the Hong Kong suicidal threats, since he's been back in England, he's been out on the piss with his mates every day since. He's been yeah. down the golf club. Not spending time with down you. The pub, not spending time with me. I'm raging by now. It's three o'clock and I'm thinking, you don't want to be proposing. Not in front of people, no. not in public. Like, So he puts his hand into his pocket. Pulls out a tissue and blows his nose. <laughs> Hence the excuse me, everyone. I didn't know your brain could work so fast mm-hmm. because 
All of that happened in a split second. But of course, as soon as it happened, you would have known, that's it, this is done. I mean, I was sweating. I was already thinking, how am I going to say no? Why has he done this in front of people? How am I going to say no in front of people? Is this why I had the shit presence? Oh my God. Like, it, it, the mind can work so fast <laughs> in those seconds. And like, all these thoughts are going through my head. Suffice to say, we broke up on the 27th. I just said to him, like, this isn't going to work. You've yeah. got a two-year contract. Yeah. You've come back. This should have been our best Christmas ever. This should have been, Jackie, here is the reason why I'm worth waiting for. Mm -hmm. Like, this, this is going to be the best week ever. I've barely seen you. You come in at 2am. You're pissed. You've tried to piss up my radiator because you're so drunk you don't know where you are. You thought it was the toilet. You bought me Dove shower gel for Christmas. Like... Yeah, that's not good. I, I've spent no five times as much here. as you. Like, and... This should have been all the reasons why me and you were going to work. And it, it's just, like, not happened at Sounds all. Sounds like a lucky escape. I think so. He's, he's still out. He, bizarrely, he now works in Singapore. But that... that um, And like I say, this that I, I come across awfully in that uh, story. But during the visit to Hong Kong, we went out. Bear in mind, we were both, like, 21, 22... He's out there living that expat life. Everyone else out there is like the age that I am now. They're like late 30s, married, kids, out there for one big last payday. It's before all the markets crashed. Everyone's using a company credit card. Everyone's spending money like it's Monopoly money, like Toy Town. No one's got any respect for anything, like in terms of like finances. They're signing, putting it on the company. It just wasn't my life. Mm -hmm. And I remember we, we hired this boat and we went out to one of the islands and went like sunbathing for the day. I'm 21, everyone else is about 38, everyone's got kids, I've got nothing in common with them. And I remember like helping out with, so it, you, you hired the boat and it came with staff who would lay the food out and I went and helped them and he came up to me and he went, do not speak to the help, you are embarrassing me. What? And I said to him, I've got more in common with her than I have with your friends. That is I've got an absolute deal breaker right there. Nothing to talk to them about. So bearing it, this isn't Christmas Day rage of, I can't believe you just bought me Dove. This has been building from, I was like, I don't like who you are anymore. Yeah. And like, you, you've tried to tell me that you're like, I'm building for a better life for us. I'm just going to do two years and come back and we're going to have this great life. And I'm unwrapping a fucking nail brush. <laughs> like, you're not being congruent. What you're saying and what you're doing they are not matching up. And I think you've turned into an arsehole since you've been out there. You're obviously trying to like keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. So by the time yeah. he came back, I was like, the mentality that I was already in is, this is like sink or swim. And I'm drowning right now in these shit presents. Like, how come I've got you the best of everything? Like, since you left, I'm like, what would he like? Well, what would it's, suit it, him? For me, that's the thing. It's not about how much you've spent. It's about how much effort you've put in. Yeah. Because you could have spent practically nothing. I'm, I'm so good at presents. Yeah, you've put the effort in, you put the thought in, you've actually made them think, you know what, I'm caring about you enough to, yeah, to give I, my I time and my energy. So when I'd gone out to Hong Kong in the November, we'd had like obviously loads of photos taken. I'd had one of them framed so he could take it back with him. Like I say, the jumper, the cookbook, the aftershave, a nice pair of shoes. I literally from like top to toe dressed him. I got the present. That, like with me, there's always like one big super present, five medium presents, the stocking fillers, the fun stuff, the silly stuff, bits and bites, silly games from Anne Summers, like super silly presents. And I'm sitting there going, Dove shower gel and a yeah, nail brush. It's not enough. I, I think he he gave me like a wad of cash to go and buy something. <laughs> there you go, love, buy something nice. Yeah, go and get yourself a nice Prada handbag. And I just thought, 
No. Even You're not my guy. Yeah, e- even if he'd got it wrong, still buy the handbag yourself, mate. But, like, equally, if you're going to then come back and spend that entire week going out with your mates, don't be ringing me telling me you're going to commit suicide if I don't go out there because yeah. I'm all that's worth living for. You've come back, you've got a week, and you've been out pissed five nights. Like, no. You, yeah. He just Not totally was now living that, like I say, that Asia expat life, and he's still doing it now. We're talking about presents, though. How, how long before you're with someone do you buy them a present? If you go on a date with someone in end of November, do you still buy them a Christmas present? I remember having a date with someone when I was about... I'd left college, so I think I was about 19, and he was 21, and he always used... We, we, it was literally... Our second date was Christmas Eve. So very close to Christmas. But he always used to joke about, like, or he'd always said that he didn't have enough socks. So before Christmas, I said to him, what shoe size are you? Knowing full well that I was going to get him, like, silly, like, stocking fillers, get him some new black socks for work. I got him a few other bits and bobs as well. Mm-hmm. And then we went out on Christmas Eve. I got so drunk. Like, Christmas Day was ruined for me. <laughs> I remember sitting up in bed and I had such a bad hangover that I couldn't move my eyes. So I was unwrapping things in my lap and saying to my mum, what is it? (laughs) Because I couldn't even look down at what it was. So he he took me home on the um, Christmas Eve, said to my mum, really sorry. She's had a bit too... It was like really bad, cheap white wine. Okay. Oh, I'll I'll never forget... Uh, you, know, you know when you, you get, like, the alcohol sweats in bed? Yeah, yeah. And the only thing that gave me some sort of sanctuary was finding the cold bit of pillow and constantly turning over and... Always, and, yeah, right? turn the pillow. Turns out it wasn't cold pillow. It was my sick from about oh. an hour before. Oh. Suffice to say, that was not a happy Christmas day. Oh. So then later that day, he rings me to kind of passive-aggressively say thank you for his presents, which were his socks. And then a few days later, we were out, and he's saying... We were on a double date, and he said to his friends, yeah, I thought Jackie was going to buy me a nice pair of Patrick Cox shoes for Christmas because she kept asking me for my shoe size. Turns out, she bought me a 10-pack of socks. And I sat there, and I thought, you bought me fuck all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I, that wasn't... All I bought you, there were several presents, and I just thought, you arsehole. Like, at least I've listened. They're like, I've known you two weeks, mate. You thought you were going to get a pair of £300 shoes? Yeah. Uh, Two weeks is is way too short to actually... What 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 do you think? Well, I I don't know. The only experience I've got about dating someone over Christmas was when I actually took a date to a Christmas party. Oh. At work. So we were going to a circus thing. Like one of these weird, not not freak show circuses, but not quite, <laughs> not not elephants and stuff. It was all performing acts and uh, really cool. But it was steampunk, a steampunk Christmas party. And everyone kept saying, oh yeah, anyone bringing a plus one? I was single. I thought, okay, I'll have a plus one. I've got no idea who I'm going to take. And then at the end of November, I was swiping match with someone, went on a date, went on two dates. And actually said to her, third date, that do you want to come to this Christmas party? It's in a place and I'll have a hotel. Bit of third day oh, action. Third, third day action. And she said yes. So yeah, I took her to my work Christmas party. So that was your third date? That was third okay. date. Yeah, Did you do her... presents? It was Secret Santa. Oh. So I knew that everyone was going to get random presents. So I got a, a, a t-shirt that says Tinder. Completed it, mate. Which was quite I good. I want that t-shirt. And 
Uh, I actually got her a little Christmas present because we'd been talking. I think one of the jokes I'd said originally, she was saying, I really like rhinos and I love unicorns. I said, well, that's perfect because a rhino is basically just a fat unicorn. True. And so I bought her, she had loads of rhino statues around her house. So I bought her a little rhino statuette thing and wrote on the bottom, I'm just a fat unicorn. Because it was like an inside See, joke. See, I, I think if you've known someone a couple of weeks, but you've got an inside joke, then you can buy them something, like, like the socks. Yeah, right? something small. I bought that. And also she was always moaning about being cold, so I bought her a fleece blanket and wrapped that up in there. So two little things that weren't going to be over the top and make her feel beholden to me in any way, shape or form, but actually were just a nice little gifty type thing. But, but like we said before, like we said before about if you just want to know that someone listens takes the information in, retains it, and then acts on it. Exactly, yeah. And that's exactly what we've done with the presents. Why this guy, who I've been dating for two weeks, thought I was going to buy him a pair of shoes when you bought me nothing? Yeah. It just has to be a thought. That's all it is. I think six months. If, you, if you've been dating someone since the summer, I think then you would be expecting to do, like, mutual... I reckon a lot shorter than that. I reckon if I'd been dating someone since September... You've been together three months. It wouldn't have to be mm-hmm. a big thing. It wouldn't be a £300 pair of shoes. But it would be something a bit more than a blanket and a fat unicorn. A bit more jewellery, perfume? Maybe. It would be, yeah, it would be a bit more substantial. It would be something that they'd be quite pleased to get. Yeah. I mean, if you know what perfume she wears, that's always a good one. Perfume's very personal. Don't go out and buy something on the say-so of a oh, sales assistant. perfume. I just walk in and say, give me something that smells nice. No, because... Perfume smells different on different people. Does it? So my, my friend always wears poison. Mm-hmm. On me, it, it it's it's too heavy, but I love the smell on her. Yeah. But it's something to do with your own, like, pheromones or I whatever. I suppose, yeah, it must mix mix with your, yeah, your Yeah, your I, I can't wear it. Like, I'm a Chanel girl. Like, every Chanel one suits me. So I've got one other story. So... I'm all ears. Tell me. I'm going to get my Christmas, Christmas thinking on. This was a bad one. So... My great love with the on again, off again, ex-wife, current wife, backwards, forwards, divorced, not divorced, didn't know what the hell was going on with him. Never knew what was going on. Okay. So we finally meet a few years later. He's single. I'm single. Christmas is coming up. We were both working over Christmas. um, And on the 19th, I was due to drive where he was now working. He was working on the other side of the country. Um, and we were doing like early Christmas because I had to be back on Christmas Day. So, again, call me crazy. But I, I just had this bad feeling it wasn't going to happen. Okay. So, again. Gotta trust I'd, your gut. Your gut right? knows best. Again, I bought the big present, the five medium-sized presents, the ten little presents. Your present the pyramid. Stocking fill- the stocking The pyramid of presents. Yep. Right? And like I kept saying to him, oh my God, I bought you something so good today. You're going to die. Oh my God, it's so funny. He was very quiet. The, the signs... Quieter like, than normal? There. Yeah. Okay. There was no... You just know when someone's angling at what they should get you. Like, I'm so good at presents. I'm so stealth. I'll remember something that you've said in February and then in December be like, I'm going to go back and get oh, it. I always wish I could do that. I always think about making I'm, a list and I just forget to make lists. I'll either buy it, the I'll either buy it then or I, I'll just remember. If they've seen something in a shop window, I will go back and get it. Like, I, I just remember. That's I'm very amazing good at Maserati, presents. amazing Maserati, by the way. So, then, wait until Christmas. I, that will turn up on the doorstep. <laughs> so... The day that I was due to drive and see him, which was the 19th of December, 
I text him in the morning because I, I just I just had this feeling it wasn't going to happen. So I text him and said, about to go to work, my battery is dying. So I'm going to turn my phone off to save it for the drive to you. See you at eight o'clock. Okay. And then I turn my phone off. Because I thought, if I do that, you can't cancel. Yes, that's Because you can't idea. get through to me. Yeah. Because I just had this feeling. So every couple of hours, I would turn my phone on to see if there was anything from him. Sure enough, about three o'clock, I get a text saying, um, just had a message from my ex-wife. She's on her way here with the kids. Don't come. And at that point, like you said about when you knew your whole world was going to change, mm-hmm. at that point I thought, I don't think she's your ex-wife. Because ex-wives don't just pop up. No, On your doorstep no. with the kids as a surprise. And I just thought, not only am I not going to see you today, I don't think I'm ever going to see you again. Because you have totally just ruined Christmas and my life mm-hmm. because I thought I'm on my way to celebrate Christmas with my boyfriend and I'm at this point I don't even think you're single at the minute he I remember he'd shown me his decree nice eye mm-hmm. a few like months years before and I said to him so where's the decree absolute and he went I'm sorry what and I said where's the decree absolute yeah I said there's another box that needs ticking so either you think I'm fucking stupid and think that this is your divorce and you're trying to play me for a fool here or you're fucking stupid and you're either still married and don't know it <laughs> or you both forgot to do the last part of your divorce. But, you know, that got all forgotten about. No, no, trust me, trust me. So I turned the phone off again. I thought, he doesn't know that I've received this. Turned it off. Turn it on again about an hour later and with every hour that I turn my phone on, there's a voicemail or a text and he's getting angrier and angrier. Because he's panicking. Yeah. He's now panicking that I'm going to turn up at eight o'clock and his whole family's there. And I thought, good, you can fucking sweat that I'm going to turn up with your... Hu-. Clearly I wasn't going. Yeah. He doesn't need to know that. You can sit there, play happy families, but inside be sweating that I'm going to turn up with a car full of presents and ruin your little... Family Christmas. He deserves so much worse than that. So I, I just remember the, the the voicemails that he would, pick your fucking phone up. I know what you're playing at. Don't play games with me. And I just kept like turning the phone off, turning the phone off. And then the next day he rang and he was like, and, and I just said to him, I was like, well, so what, what day am I coming down then? When, when am I coming down? Mm-hmm. And it got to like the 20th, 21st, 20, and it, it got to Christmas Eve. And I just said to him, I'm, I'm not coming down, am I? I said, and this, I mean, I don't know what you two are playing at, like what's going on. I said, but I was under the impression that you were single. Like, I don't know what's going on, but not only am I not coming down for Christmas, I am not coming down ever. So Boxing Day for me was spent returning every single one of his presents. That must be heartbreaking. Especially, like I say, I love Christmas. I love presents. And when you put so much work into, he'd love that. Like, and, and thinking... I can't wait to see their face when he opens that because I know that I have smashed it out of the ballpark with his present. I know how much he's going to love it. And I thought, part part of me actually thought, I don't think she is there. I just don't think you've bought me anything. And you're embarrassed that I'm going to turn up with the 
present pyramid and you've got nothing to give to me. So to this day, I still don't know whether this was like shame and embarrassment that he would rather lie about his ex slash current, I still don't fucking know, being there or he just didn't have anything for me and didn't want me turning up all excited about Christmas knowing that he didn't have anything to give to me. So I think Boxing Day returned all the presents and I'll never forget the look on this woman's face as I returned this pair of jeans and she was like, and what's the reason for returning them? And I went, well, (laughs) let me tell you. (laughs) And I think she just meant like, were they the wrong size? Yeah. But I told her the whole story and she was like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to put that through for you because I don't think I had the receipt. And she was like, don't yeah. worry, I'll, I'll do this for you. So that was like my, I think, worst ever Christmas. That was a shitmas. And like, I remember, like like I said to you about when, when you've got that smile on your face that you think, if I smile any harder, yeah. my face is going to crack. And I had to sit there all Christmas Day thinking, I think I've just broken up with the guy that I thought I was going to marry, who I think might actually still be married to someone else. And I have a car boot full of presents. Like, right about now, I, I sh- I'm meant to be with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sat here thinking, I've got to go and return all this shit tomorrow. And I, I literally, like, hands down, worst Christmas ever. Like, happy Christmas, well, everyone! Let's hope that was the worst Christmas ever. And it can't this, be much worse, And can tomorrow it? is going to be way, way better. Oh, let's hope so. Let's hope we've all got, like, boyfriends and girlfriends by then. Well, let's start this Christmas period off with a bit more fun after this break. Socialise and jingle. Jackie and I both love a bit of competition, which is why we're thrilled to be entered into the Podcast of the Year Awards. We may be relatively new around it, but that doesn't mean we don't already want some nice trophies for the shelf and an excuse to spray the champagne. If you like what you hear, then you can help us out by going to www.com greatbritishpodcasts.com and telling them you think we should win and if you don't like us then do it anyway merely to build up our egos before we inevitably crash and burn entries close soon so do it now while you remember I mean right now hit pause vote then come back I'll wait You back? Excellent. That wasn't so hard, was it? Now, go tell a friend to head to greatbritishpodcast.com and vote for us too. Cheers. Right, so, for those who haven't actually listened to the last episode or two, where have you been? Why have you not been listening to us and why haven't you told lots of friends about us? But what we've been doing is we've been playing a card game called Socialise and Mingle. Check them out on Twitter and buy this card game because it's a lot of fun and it's really interesting to, to just sit with someone you don't know and go through the questions. It's like, it's almost as much fun as playing Cards Against Humanity with your mum, <laughs> which I did last year and I was, I'm still traumatised by it. Have we, hang on, let's have a look. I want to make sure that I don't get ones that we've done before. Oh, here's a good one. What would you change about your life? I would have a, <laughs> a woman that I loved in it. <laughs> so I would definitely change. So we're going to yeah, fire quick questions at each other and get the answers. So who would be your perfect dinner guest? Oh, alive or dead? Alive. Oh, mine are dead. I was going to say JFK. I was going to say Henry VIII. Useless, useless. They're dead. Oh. Not going to eat very much. I mean, my go-to one is Tony Adams. 
Tony Adams. Greatest Arsenal player that ever lived. Well, firstly, he's not. Secondly, he'd be a boring dinner guest. Yeah, he'd start playing the piano as well, wouldn't he? <laughs> I'm talking okay. about Azerbaijan or something. <laughs> Scott, I'd love to have Tim Minchin there. Really? Tim Minchin is funny as fuck. I, I, I could go with um, Ashley and Raina from Girls Gotta Eat. That would be a funny dinner party. That would be a drunken dinner party. Yeah. And if it is happening, I want to be there as well. Done. Okay, you'll, you'll go. Oh, what would your perfect date be? Well, my perfect my perfect date in terms of activities would be cocktails followed by some sort of activity type thing, like swingers, where you're able to, to do some sort of fun thing together. Because I want to see her in a competition. If she ain't competitive, she's not my girl. True. Do you like holding hands in public? Yeah. Do you know what I favour? I like that, like the arm round them, but my hand in their back pocket. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. I like that. That's yeah. my move. Um, I think we've done that one. Who do you admire? Who do I admire? I've said Ryan Reynolds too many times. <laughs> I don't think I can say him too many more. I'm starting to think you're crushing on him a little bit. He's on my laminated five. Ah. I love him. I want to be him. So, uh, what's your biggest turn on? Turn on. I said turn off last week. I said grammar. I can't have yep. that as a turn on. That's sad. no, no, that's rubbish. Turn on. Oh, do you know what? I don't think I confidence. I guess. Yeah. Like we've said, you you can dad dance. You can have terrible dress sense, but if you own it, I'm game. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, what is your biggest regret in life, and what would you have done differently? Biggest regret in life is being in a relationship with someone and taking it for granted that we both loved each other at the same point. Oh, so, that's sad. Yeah. This it, is it, a really sad Christmas it's episode. It's a sad one, but I would do it differently in terms of just never take it for granted. And that's going to happen in every relationship in the future. I'm never, ever going to take love for that's granted. That's a good again. mantra. If I came to your house for a meal, what would you cook and why? Cold meat. <laughs> buttery mash. For Christmas. Pickles. <laughs> what did you learn about yourself in your past relationships? Past relationships? I learnt that I need someone who is going to push me to be a better version of me, Mm -hmm. who's going to be witty and funny and intelligent and sharp and want to do things. I'm not going to be with someone who just wants to sit on the sofa every single night. Ugh, no. Who would you play you in a film of your life? Either Reese Witherspoon or Alicia Silverstone. I can see both of those actually playing you quite well, yeah. If I do a list, I kind of like Reese Witherspoon. (laughs) I love her cool intentions. Um, what is one thing that other people often get wrong about you? My age, always. People seem to think I'm a lot younger than I am. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I'm incredibly immature. Possibly. Could be. Or that I'm boring because I've got kids and I don't get out to do anything. Oh, the opposite, okay. hopefully, is true. Next. What is your guilty pleasure? I don't, I don't think I feel guilt. I think if it's something that I get pleasure from, then I don't really feel guilty about it. Guilty pleasure. I mean, I, would, I love a lot of what a lot of people would call shit TV, like Love Island. So yeah, like shit TV. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Love it. So I guess that. What has been the best time in your life so far? Best time in my life? Is that, what do you think? Because your question is, is it, you're talking about a, like a period, time period of time? I guess so. Then this period. This period the right period now. period of pod. Absolutely. This is the greatest time possible. Uh, last one from me. Name one word your parents would use to describe you. Oh my god. I don't, I don't think it can be summed up in a word, but I never caused them any hassle. No? Like, I was always just, I was like, not not like sensible, but I've ne- 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 never smoked, never hung around bus stops drinking hooch. 
Never got a detention, never missed my homework, got all straight A's. I need to introduce you to my girls. Just I want to make do sure like they're simultaneous the equations with them. Yeah, I was just like trouble free, drama free, didn't have a boyfriend till I was about 17, 18. Definitely need to introduce you to my girls. Yeah, just low low maintenance child. And <laughs> um, last one from me, what was the last film you cried to? Last film I cried to was Kramer vs. Kramer. Oh, it's a good film. I was in pieces. Such a good film. Absolute. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I had to stop it a few times because I just needed to collect myself again. Speaking of films, should we finish with our favourite Christmas films? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, so uh, if you've got a favourite, because I know my favourite off the top, straight off. Best Christmas film is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. The what? The, right, this isn't a Christmas film, but it's always on at Christmas. Okay. The Great Escape. Well, I can see why you'd say that. I mean, it's wrong, but I can see why you'd say that. It's not quite right. It's <laughs> but it's always on, isn't it? It is. It's a good boxing day film. There's loads of films. I mean, Home Alone yeah. is pretty damn good as a Christmas movie. Well, it is based in Christmas. Yeah, but there's a big difference. And I think, I don't know if we mentioned this on a previous Die part. Hard. Die Hard, obviously, is a movie set at Christmas. Not a Christmas film. Definitely not a Christmas film. Not a Christmas film. And I think that, that where you're in a wife beats a vest, covered in, like, grease yeah. and oil. No. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like... Can you remember one of the first? We spoke about records the other day. Can you remember one of the first VHSs, Google yeah. It Kids, that I got at Christmas was Mannequin with Kim Cattrall. So for Blimey. me, that will always be a Christmas film. Okay. And I, I remember being so, like, as Christmas traditions, oh my God, how did we forget about Pantos? So my godmother and then godfather, I guess, if she yeah. married him were um, in a local Amdram group. So mm. Christmas was always going to watch whatever play they were in. And who used to get picked out of the audience every year? <laughs> this one. Oh, what a surprise. And I got pulled up and they asked me what I got for Christmas. And I went, a VHS. And they were like, wow, you were spoiled a VHS player. And I was like, no, no, a VHS, <laughs> the actual tape. And it was Mannequin. And oh my God, I so that for me, Mannequin will always be a Christmas film. Well, I want to hear what other people's favourite Christmas films are and what your favourite Christmas traditions are as well. The weirder, the better. Tweet us your Christmas dinners and, for me especially, Boxing Day dinners. Hashtag yeah. cold meat and pickles. <laughs> I, want to see, I want to see all of your dinners. Like, for me, like you know when people are like, oh, why do people Instagram their food? I love it. I want to see everyone's dinners. Cold meat and mash. Where, where can they tweet them to you? At Swiped Out Girl. And for me, it's at A Dating Dad. And send us an email as well. Show at Swiped Out Club. Dot com. Happy Christmas, everyone. Happy Christmas. Remember to jingle your bells. And jingle your balls. <laughs> <laughs>